All right, Travis Jones podcast. You're with Liam. I'm here with Trav. How are you, TJ? What's up, buddy? Again, always love being here, guys. Thank you to all the fit pros tuning in. We have a fantastic episode coming at you today. So this is customer experience. So I think, yeah, this is a really important thing because gym owners, we're so busy, right? We've got so many different things um, to concentrate on. And sometimes like like people can forget like just, just how important the customer experience is, right? Like especially with gyms when we're dealing with 100, 200 plus members, right? Um, people can get lost and that's not really a good experience for a customer to feel lost. No, man, I think that's one of the biggest reasons I started my gyms, right? Like I, I was working inside a big box gym and people were a number, not a name, and they weren't having any experience. They weren't getting results. I could see them floundering inside the gyms. And I was like, this this industry, man, like there's 600 billion obese people and two, what is it like? Oh, sorry, 600 million obese and 2 billion overweight people. So there's more gyms everywhere, that, but there's less people getting results. And that's why we started our gyms because I was like, there has to be a better way. There has to be community that we need to create there has to be better results better connection better um just better gyms than there was out there and that's customer experience man like you know probably the passion that drove most people to open their gym um gets like that's why they started but then all of a sudden it's like marketing sales must get more clients and they forget the real reason why they got into it it's like change lives Mm-hmm. Um, and that's customer experience, like truly changing a life is keeping members and, you know, transitioning them from the lesser version of themselves to the best possible version of themselves. And that's customer experience. I sent you that quote last week from that NFL coach who was like, um, no matter what players on your team, you can always lead the league in effort. Um, yeah. that, was, that was such a cool quote. And I think that just relates, I sent it to you because I think it relates so much to you because you have this reputation around Trav's classes. Like when he runs a class, like it's the best thing you'll experience. And you like, you don't become a talented, um, you know, motivator. Um, you know, you don't do, do like motivational courses to become a better motivator in a class. It's like, you got to give a shit and put in your maximum effort. And I think that's why, I mean, you can tell us like, why do you think your classes are known for, being the best classes there are and you you as a trainer was just you were infectious i think it's passion and enthusiasm man like for me yeah the first eight years of my life was trying to as a coach you know 16 years now but uh, the first eight years was trying to become a great coach understanding the human body understanding you know the mindset behind it understanding how to get people training better but I think from always forever, it's like, it's like being a captain of a footy team. And I think that's what it comes back to. It's going back to if my teammates were feeling down, how would I lift them up? And for me, I believe that customer experience and creating, creating great sessions comes down to enthusiasm, passion, and your state, your energy. And for me, like, man, like I remember starting my sessions and for a lot of people listening, it's like they might get up at 4 a.m. and they might get to sleep at 9 p.m. and they're trying to do every single thing from the taxes to the marketing to the sales. And it's very easy to lose that enthusiasm in the sessions. But it's like, man, like that, that enthusiasm has to be there. So I don't care if you have to have seven coffees before your session. Like I really don't care. Like you have to do it. And if you can't internally like turn up that the Richter scale, the, you know, the lever to get that enthusiasm. Like you got to do something like punch a wall, like jump up and down, you know, have your coffee, like remind yourself your why, like, why am I doing this? Is because this session, every session 
these people have, you know, their house and they have like, they go home, they have work. And most people, you know, 50 plus percent of people get divorced and most people hate their jobs. So like their life at the moment probably is, you know, mediocre. So mm. the 45 minutes to 60 minutes they give you, cause they're giving you their time, right? They never get that time back. So you owe them the ability to give them the best 45 to 60 minutes you possibly can have. And like, that's what you owe to them. Like they don't owe you to come like you owe it to them to give them enthusiasm, to give them fun, to show them that, Oh my gosh, like this is my third place. This is the place that I love. And every time I walk in here, it's like, okay, I'm home. And that's, that's the difference, man. So like that's yeah. Customer experience on like the micro level, right? Where like you're the one-on-one trainer or the one group trainer, um, which is like so many people just ignore that micro fact, um, which is really important guys don't ignore it. But why is it important to get customer experience um, level at an elite level on like the macro level? Like what, what does that, what will that do for gym owners and fitness business owners? Well, it costs six, seven times more um, to get a new customer than keep your current ones. I think that's the biggest thing, right? So if you're struggling at money right now, then you know, focus on your current clients because it costs six to seven times more to acquire a new client. Mm. So if you just look after your current clients, they'll give you more referrals and you'll actually grow your business. Now, if you want exponential growth here, yeah, most definitely you need to add that with marketing and you start to compound and you're growing faster and faster and faster. But I think for all of us, we need to have this mindset that we're lucky enough to be inside our customer's life. And if you can you know, empower your team your coaches to like you are lucky to be inside these people's lives and we're in an industry that literally changed lives for a living like like that man that fires me up and mm-hmm. maybe i'm slightly different but if you can lead them to remind them every single day it's like guys we're lucky today like we are we are a lucky industry we're not accountants right we're not financial planners that could be exciting to them but to me like all of a sudden, like getting someone to lift that little bit more weight, doing that one extra rep, like losing that next two kilos, like, and you see that the enjoyment, the change in their physiology, they're, they're changing their psychology. All of a sudden, their life is starting to become better. And they're like, I, I had a kid because I couldn't have a kid before. And because I came and trained with you guys, I lost weight. And then I had a child and I thank you for now. I, I can have a family. Like, man, like that, that's the industry we're in. If you can remind everyone every single day like no we are life changers we are game changers we are change agents in people's lives and you can really ripple that effect down through your organization your company your business no matter if it's like one gym 20 gyms whatever it is like every day bring it back to that then man like you guys are going to be unstoppable i think the biggest reason why we look at the personal training industry so when i was a one-on-one pt for like eight years and you know your retention as a personal trainer is so high like it's ridiculous, right? You keep clients for four, five, six years because the relationship is so strong. Like they're seeing you, you know, their kids, you know, their anniversary, you know, their birthday, like you buy them presents for their birthdays. Like, you know, you know the types of kids. arguments they're having with their, uh, their spouse. <laughs> oh man, you, you know everything, but the relationship is stro- so strong that they don't break the relationship. I think that's what you have to look at. So how can we manufacture that type of relationship in a, in a group training environment. I think that's the biggest thing you have to look at. So how can we manufacture a personal training environment in a group training environment? If you do that, your attention will be through the roof. Your relationships with your clients will be amazing. So how can you do that? Like that's the biggest question. And guys, the better quality question gets the better quality answer. I'm going to ask you some questions on this podcast today and you're going to like press pause, write things down. Cause this today 
like this can dramatically improve your business. And there's a couple other stats. It's like, if you increase your retention by 5%, it adds 25% to 100% revenue to your yearly revenue. It increase it by 5%, your revenue yeah, wow. goes up by 25% minimum up to 100% because you can still acquire more clients and all of a sudden your business starts to exponentially grow. So mm. this is such a crucial podcast. It goes overlooked because you know marketing and sales is sexy and keeping your customers like, well, that's not a sexy topic for some reason. But today, <laughs> we're going to talk about it. And you always talk about um, how everyone wants to be a part of something and everyone wants to be a part of a busy gym. Like no one wants to come to classes where you've got like two other people in the class, right? And yeah. so it's just like it's so important to have that retention for when you do get new customers as well. They come in and go, oh, everyone here is like a community that's stuck around for years. Like this is really cool. I want to be a part of this because it's human nature. Like, you know, when we, a classic high school, you know, movie, they go to the lunch cafeteria and everyone has their groups and the main character just wants to fit into one of the groups. Like it's just based human psychology and same as fitness. Like if, if you've got good retention and you've got um, people that have made friends and had babies with each other <laughs> for like years and years, yeah, like that's going to be so attractive to every new lead or every new trial or new participant in a challenge that comes, comes through your doors. I think that's the biggest thing, man. And we're going to talk about this a little bit, like the first hundred days, like Joey Coleman wrote like a, a book, a uh, book on it, like how to never lose a customer again. And he has this hundred day journey map. And I'm going to talk about the journey map today a little bit, but first the journey starts with them coming into before they even come into your business. Right. So it comes before they opt in for something. And then it comes to the next part of the journey is your sales calls and your follow-up process. The next part is when they start that paid trial and you have to care for them so much inside this paid trial. Cause this, it's not an inferior method if they're paying you less in a paid trial like no like they you have to treat them exactly as if they're your most highest paying client because if you treat someone like they are that then they will stay i think you know it's relate it's all about relationships right and uh, i think tony robbins says if you treat when we're looking at actual relationships if you treat your relationship on the last day as if it was your first day your relationship will never end and I think if you can treat that like your customers, if you can treat their last day as you did their first day, the relationship will never end. Like you get excited, you motivate them, you give them everything. And I don't care if they paid you a dollar for 14 days. Like you go all in trying to change this person's life because guys, it's, it's again, it's not about the money. It's about the person. And you have a privilege to serve this person because if you serve them so well, they will pay you everything because they want to be around you. Your aura inspires them. You're enthusiastic. You're passionate. People want to be around passionate people. So I think we're going to talk about this journey map and, you know, it's talking about, you know, getting every single member. If you don't know their birthday, like put it in your Google calendar or get it like a software where it reminds you like a Zen planner or a mind body or something like that. Put in their anniversaries with their partners, you know, get to know them. Get a, if you don't have a client form that they fill out, like the movies they like, like you need to get to that. And then if you know the movies they like and the next Spider-Man's coming up and they're a Marvel fans, like message them and something's like, Hey man, like the next Marvel movie's coming out. Like, are you going to see this? Or what did you think of this? And it's the little things that matter. It's the little things that matter. People don't care about the big things. It's the little intricacies that you know about them, which builds relationships. And that they're like, I'm not leaving that. They, these people know me. They care about me. And it's not about nutrition and training anymore. Like this is family because I love the conversations they have because they get me. And the more that they can, they can think like this person gets me or this business gets me or this coach gets me, the longer they'll stay. Yeah. I, I think we talked about it on a podcast previously, which is, 
when you had that very first personal training client after you just graduated, you know, how did you treat that client? You know, you didn't rock up like two minutes late and just, you know, on your phone because you slept in and, you know, all this stupid stuff that um, I'm sure most people listening um, to us right now don't do because they're business owners looking to try and up level. But we all know those types of trainers that do do that. They're just like half asset and show 50% interest. Um, yeah, I just thought that's such a good point um, with regards to relationships, like treat the relationship like it's the first time. Um, treat it like it's, you got, yeah, you, you'll do anything to keep them. Like it's just not being familiar. Oh, it's just, it's just uh, Liam. I don't have to care about him as much anymore. It's like, no, it's just Liam. Like, oh my gosh, it's Liam. And I think like if you can get excited about your customers every single day, man, like you should be excited every single time you see them. And if there's a client that kind of drags you down, like lift them up. And if they keep dragging you down, kick them out. Like yeah. that's okay as well. Like yeah, that's, that's right. customer experience. Like you are not a good fit for this gym because you know, we've tried, like you have to go above and beyond, but there is a time a line in the sand where it's like, you know what? Like it's time for you to leave here. Um, but like when we're looking at this first hundred days, which I really love, there's like these four things you have to do. You have to investigate to start with, then you personalize, then you surprise, and then you make the required remarkable. So it's like you have to make the required remarkable. So when we're looking at investigating, it's like getting, creating personal bonds with your clients. Like that is so crucial at the start. You know, having an actual interest in them. They're not just another number. They're not just a paycheck. They're not just a, another 50 bucks or 200 bucks a month, whatever you're charging. Like, no, you actually have an interest in them, their problems, their frustrations, their dreams, okay? And like if you can investigate this and create this like – client document that I don't care for the first 28 days, you take a Polaroid photo of them, you put it up on the board. It has all their goals and their dreams and their frustrations and what holds them back. And you, you have to look at that every single week and you do a client check-in with them. It's like, I know this is an obstacle. Did we overcome this this week? They're like, man, like this person remembers. It's like, yeah, cause I wrote it down and I've got a daily check-in. And if we personalize it, you know, it's not like a cookie cutter nutrition plan. It's like, I'm going to actually, I know that you don't like, steak. So we're going to, I'm going to give you something personalized. So you feel like I'm looking after you or the training. I know that you can't press overhead. So I'm going to give you alternative exercises. Or I know that you're going on a holiday with your kids. So I'm going to give you a couple of workouts like that. Like you can personalize a t-shirt. I don't care. Like imagine that man, like they come in, you've got a generic t-shirt. It's like, what's your nickname? Liam? Like, tell me what your nickname is. And yeah, like yeah. you then over the next seven days, you screen print their nickname on the back of the t-shirt. It's like, there you go. That person's not going anywhere. Cause they're like, holy hell, man. Like but that costs like seven bucks to, to screen print something. And that $7, right? Like we said, it costs five to seven times more to get a new client. So if you screen print their shirt and they're on a paid trial and you're putting their nickname, man, they're not going anywhere. They aren't because they're like, these people are crazy. Like, they're like crazy in a way that I've never seen before because these people go above and beyond and it's making the required remarkable. So you've got to surprise them. Like when someone joins up, man, like you don't go, hey, like see you at the sessions. Like, man, like film a video and go, hey, man, just recapping on everything we went through today. This is our problems. This is our, like what you're going through. This is our, what we're going to try and achieve over the next 16 weeks. Map out a bit of a journey for them. Like give them a customer journey. Over the first week, you're going to be feeling this and then we're going to go into this type of training and then after the first four weeks this is what we should expect and if you do them this like personalized video it takes like three four minutes and like text it to them email it to them like wow haven't got that before so if we can do that it's like something that's personalized you're gonna surprise them with that give them the shirt give them a shaker like you know two weeks in it's like here's a shaker you know when we look at it, it's like how can you like start calling them by their nickname because like people call friends by their nickname right 
They don't go, hey, Liam. Like, we, ha- we have nicknames. So mm-hmm. if you can start talking to them as if you were a friend, like, obviously, don't just, like, I make up nicknames sometimes. Um, <laughs> but that's me. Um, but, like, if, if you can create a bond, like, that's what it's all about. And then it's, like, making that required remarkable. It's, like, you know, do get some recipes each week and send them out. Like, man, like, if you don't have time to get recipes, like, go on Upwork and tell someone to create two recipes a week. So, like, you are giving them a remarkable service, not just here's a meal plan, here's two recipes a week to help keep things interesting for you. Like, here's something to do while you're away. Here's a, a DJ is coming in every second Saturday to make those training sessions even more fun. Do food shopping tours. That's like, because most people don't even know how to shop. Okay, like do an event where you can go, hey, this is how you prep food for like a sheet pan recipe or this is how you do a slow cooker because people don't understand how easy food prep is and then they get overwhelmed and they don't even follow it and they don't get results and they don't get results. They lose certainty. They lose certainty and then they go try and do the lemon detox, right? Because it's this cascade effect. Like for us, customer experience is all about giving our clients certainty that yes, with us, they're going to get the result and without us, they're lost. So it's like, how can you make it fun? Make it themed classes. And I think the biggest thing is like, if you don't prioritize your customer, someone else will. Like, that's the crucial thing, right? Like, if you don't prioritize your customer, someone else will. So, are you making this an enjoyable experience for them to achieve their results? Yeah, like, we're, they're always going to be looking for the next thing, right? Like, because that's just human nature with fitness. It's like, oh, I'm doing this challenge here, but, you know, if I see some crazy, like, diet pill thing on, on Instagram, um, skinny tea or something, like, I might just go and join that, especially if they're not satisfied, right? I think that's the biggest thing, man. Like, the first 56 days, um, people, you know, even the first 28 days, like, someone coming into your business, man, like, they don't love training. They don't like eating healthy. They're, they, what they like is, no, they don't. You know what they like? Sitting on the couch and eating yeah. Jerry's. Like that's what they like. So you've taken the stuff away from them that they like and you're forcing them to move, which they don't like. And like, if you don't make it fun and easy and simple, like you lost them already. So you need to make it fun. You need to make it simple. You need to hold their hand every step of the way until training is not to them. Like they have this training psychology of it being a punishment. You need to take, as you shift it towards like, I can't live without training in my life. And I think that only will ever happen. That transition will only happen if you have a fantastic customer experience journey and you have a journey map over that first hundred days. Because I don't think a lot of us as coaches look at the process from the customer's point of view. And I think this is a crucial thing. It's like, if I was a customer, what would I feel when I'm scrolling the news feed? It's like, okay, I'm looking at cat pictures and all the rest of it. And then there's like this challenge and it gives me a glimmer of hope for a second. It's like, I look down at my gut and it's like, okay, I need to lose 10 kilos. And they opt in and all of a sudden fear creeps in and they're like, oh, I don't want this person to call me because I like going home and eating Ben and Jerry's and drinking two bottles of wine. So it's like, all of a sudden they don't, they've always, they made an initial movement and then they're thinking, maybe I don't want to do that. And then you call them up and you give them a great, you can have, give them a, like they're fearful to answer the phone, but then you can like go through their hopes and dreams and how you're going to help them. Them, and then you sell them and then all of a sudden they're like after it the next day they're like what did i just buy what did i just do so all of a sudden fear creeps in again for them and yeah. then they come in for the first session and all of a sudden they can't move for two days and they're like 
holy hell, is this what fitness is like? Like literally this is the worst thing ever. And then like two weeks in, it's like, I haven't lost 10 kilos yet. Like what's wrong with me? And then like, they what's start wrong with this program? What's wrong with this gym? Yeah, man. And then they start feeling negative again. And then like, you know, a, a month in, they start trying to, they start comparing themselves to other people. It's like, oh, Jenny lost six kilos and I lost three. Like I must be big boned and have a slow metabolism. Like then all of a sudden they have this comparison syndrome kicking in or like, oh, I only came to two sessions this week. So oh, I'm going to quit. I'm not going to come next week because I, it's, I can't fit it into my life. So like they, they have all these things going through their head. And if you, you know, they, like I see some coaches, like it's more of a dictatorship. It's like authoritarian, right? It's like, you pay me, do what I say. It's like, no, like you have to nurture them. Like, yeah. I think that's the biggest thing because these people are like, you know, scared little sheep. <laughs> okay. And if you don't nurture them and bring them into your flock, they're going to find another flock. There is more fun um, that they feel nurtured in. And I think you have to treat them as if they're like your family. You know, you don't, you know, cast aside your child when he, when he falls off, falls over because he can't walk properly at the start. It's like, no, you nurture him. You know, it's okay to fall over. I'm here to pick you back up. I'm here to sit down with you. I'm here to guide you every step of the way. I'm here to motivate you and inspire you. I'm here to help you model the way. I'm, I'm here for you to educate and empower you. And I think if we can, you know, try and draw in on that, and understands what is the client going through. And we can try and empathize with that if we've been through that before, um, or at least we can try and communicate with them as if they were family. Yeah, the baby analogy is so funny because it's like if you've got <laughs> your second child, um, you know, when he's learning to walk and he's falling over, you're like, damn it, why can't you just be like your older brother? He walks fine now. Like, <laughs> why do I have to deal with this stupid child when I've got a perfectly working child over here that, you know what I mean? Like gym owners, like, come across the same kind of thing it's like they've got all these clients which are you know great and aren't, aren't a hassle at all and then you've got all these like beginner ones coming through being frustrating because they can't do simple stuff right that everything everyone else can um and it's like I come caught myself getting frustrated at clients like that it's just like oh you ask such stupid questions um but that's they're not stupid questions they're just learning to walk and they just appear stupid compared to the experienced clients that have been there for years it's so crucial, man, because then when you can look at this as well, right? The one, there's no such thing as a stupid question because every am athlete was once an amateur and yeah. that's the life cycle of your client, right? So everyone starts as an amateur. So don't, don't get frustrated with the amateurs. They're trying to get on a journey. So like you need to nurture them as much as you can. But the biggest thing you can do is you can create a customer experience and a client culture where they're not only nurtured by you, but they're nurtured by the rest of your clients. So they feel a part of something and they don't feel like they're like isolated, but everyone's motivating them. Everyone's lifting them up. Everyone's congratulating. Everyone's giving them tips and tricks. They're going out on the weekends for cafes for a Saturday morning breakfast with your clientele because the customer experience is so high. You create this community of people that, they just love being around and people want to be around those communities. So I think your customer experience builds your culture inside your gym as well. Yeah. hundred percent, man. Um, keep them coming. This is, this is unbelievable. <laughs> so like, if you look at the prospect, like, like we said, like look at the processes from the customer's point of view and all the little things make the biggest difference to the customer. It's a little email after that, you know, first meetup, like giving them the personalized video. It's a little email telling them, you know, wear this, bring this down. It's a little email. It's like, if you do feel like self-conscious, don't worry. Every, everyone is on their own journey. So don't compare yourself because we are on a journey in 16 weeks. We'll get you going there. After the first session, it's the text message going, hey man, like you're going to feel sore tomorrow. Like take X milligrams of vitamin C or, you know, like do some stretches or do these three stretches tonight and you know take a ice bath tomorrow whatever you're going to tell them to do like it's the little things 
that add up over time. They're like, man, these guys have thought of everything. It's like, no, you've, you've just thought about a hundred day customer journey. I think if you can do that, like then you'll keep clients, you'll keep them motivated as well. It's like all those little things add up. So if you have a goal now you can, uh, for your customers, like what is my goal with my customer experience? Like if you can have a goal, so like when I think about our goal is empower people to train more often, make them feel confident so they can get control of their nutrition and become the healthiest version of themselves. So all my customer experience is about that. It's like, okay, how can I empower people to train more often? How can I make them feel more confident? How can I get, help them get control of their nutrition? Well, like that's everything. So and my whole customer experience is around my goal for what I'm trying to do for the customer. So if we have a goal, now we can get all these customer experience to roll around that. Like, how do I empower them? Like, how do I motivate and inspire them? Like, how do I educate them to make things simple, not overwhelmed, right? It's not like the first day is like, here's the macros and jump into the matrix and try and figure out your life. Like, it's like, no, I'm going to guide them simple portion. I'm like, whatever it is for you, maybe you sit down them for three hours and you teach them macronutrients. I don't care how you do it, but you have to give them a plan that they feel educated, they feel motivated, they have certainty because all of a sudden if you didn't teach someone macros and calories and then you go like use this app, they have no certainty whatsoever and they're like, this is too hard. Getting Losing weight is too hard. So when we look at this, then I want everyone to flip it. So like you get, you ask yourself, how do I do these three things? And then you go, okay, cool. On the flip side, like how would I turn how would I turn it off? Right? How would I, how would, what would I have to do to disempower them? Okay. What do I have to do them to demotivate them? What would I have to do them to make the nutrition complex? And then you can write the three or four things down that would disempower someone. Well, they probably wouldn't see results or you got frustrated with them not doing an exercise correctly. Um, how would I demotivate them? Like checking my phone instead of actually being hundred percent present in the session, um, demotivating them, not checking in with them, not doing what you said you would do. How would I make nutrition too complex? Well, you didn't guide them and give them a simple plan to start with. So if you can go, these are the things that would make it negative and these are the things that would make it positive. Let's make sure I don't do the negative things and it will make the positive things even better and the experience is like this linear journey um, to greatness for them. And I think that's the biggest thing. We don't ever think about the negative things. They slip in without us even realizing. So if we can make this happiness of your customer a linear journey from like day zero or day negative 10 to the first 100 days and have these specific milestones along the way and we create this journey map. So I don't care if you do this like on an Excel spreadsheet or you get this big whiteboard or you get a piece of paper, like you have these milestones. And for me, the milestones are like, okay, before they opt in, and then it's like when they first like jump on the phone, you sell them. Then it's like the first session. Then it's for seven days, 14 days, 21 days, 28 days. And then it starts going in 14-day increments, right? So it goes you know, 56, 70, 84, and 100. And it's like you need to have these milestones. And in these milestones, you need to have ask these three things. So you've got this journey map where you point to these um, little dot points along it. And above your Excel or above your sheet, you go, how do I give them certainty? How do I build connection? How do I give them significance? And how I add variety into their life in this moment, okay? Mm -hmm. Beforehand, at the sale, before the sessions, first seven days, like how do I do those four things at then? And then I go uh, below the, the journey map, how would I give them uncertainty? How would I build distance or isolation? How would I give insignificance? And how would I create boredom? So if you can go answer them for every single journey map, every point on the journey map, and you can answer them above it for every single point on the journey map, all of a sudden you have journeyed a negative customer experience and these people aren't going to stay with you. And you've journeyed a positive customer experience. And for you, you know, every single journey will be slightly up and slightly down, like a bit of a, a heartbeat, right? But you want to keep it up. 
above the line as much as you possibly can. That's when we start to create great positive experiences. And we, the reason I ask them that, because our human drivers are certainty, significance, connection, and variety. So how do I give them significance? I think that's the, the next thing. So and give them significance by shout outs inside the group. If that's what they want or shout outs on your social media, give them significance by, you know, going, you know, give me a text message after the session. Like, man, you crushed it today. You know, you, you really killed it. Or after they did their seven days of nutrition, it's like, Oh my gosh, man, like you were 95% there. Like you are absolutely crushing it. Like they might've hit a milestone. What's the first five kilos? You give them a t-shirt because they hit their first milestone. I don't care what it is, but you can aid in significance very easy. So then it's like, how do I give connection? Well, connection can be done from, you know, sitting down with someone once a month like you should sit down with a member once a week for a coffee like choose a new member sit down with them get a coffee with them and, and give them some time because <clears throat> when we look at this like connection is okay I want to give them quality time and then how can I map out gifts so on that journey map it's like some of my connection is gifts so when do I give them a shake when do I give them a string bag when do I give them a t-shirt when do I give them some protein bars or a tub of protein like when can I have these these gifts when I can do this or when can I give them this quality time where I can do this or when can I give them acts of service like looking at blogs for them helping them overcome nutrition plans they're like oh I'm vegetarian no worries I just search research seven um, great breakfast lunch and dinner ideas great for vegetarians like follow these and it's like that's an act of service they're like okay this person actually cares so if we can go great I'm giving significance and this is how we do it. Great. I'm giving connection and this is how I'm doing it. And then we go, great. How do I give variety? So you're not going to go, hey, have some chicken and broccoli and I'll see you in you know, 24 weeks. It's like, no, we're going to give them variety with a nutrition plan. We help them understand nutrition is going to change over time. I think if we can do that, then we go, yeah, man, certainty, connection, significance. I think certainty is the biggest one, man. If mm. people don't get certainty, they're like, am I going, like, did what I buy I four sessions? Yeah, what am I doing? Did I buy four sessions a week or did I buy a result? And I think that's crucial because people will pay more for results. So if we set this 16-week or set this 24-week goal out there, um, I don't care if they're going for a Spartan race or a strength competition or, you know, body transformation, then you have these seven-day milestones that they're going to achieve. And as they go towards their end journey and they're hitting these milestones, certainty goes up. And the higher certainty you can have with your customers that with you, their life will be better. Well, that's, that's it, man. They're going to stay with you and their life will be better. So I think if we can do this, um, uncertainty is you don't track anything at all. All right. Like that's uncertainty. And then okay, I'm going to find someone else to help me like distance isolation. Well, you don't message your members. You only see them when they're at the sessions um, mm. or at their, end, at their sessions. You aren't enthusiastic. You aren't passionate. You aren't motivating. You aren't inspiring. Um, like you haven't built this community where everyone looks after each other. And when we're looking at insignificance, like you don't talk to like all your members, you talk to two members and you isolate mm. them because they're your favorite members. Um, and you don't really even talk to anyone else and boredom. It's like, okay guys, we're doing a GVT 10 by 10 program for the next 12 weeks let's go for it like well like, because, like they, they don't want to do it they don't want to go through some if they're brand new to training and this is what we're talking about today someone wants a body transformation a boot camp semi-private even one-on-one like at the start they, they don't want to do some daily undulating periodization where they're doing squats four times a week or three times a week and like they just they don't grasp that concept so you need to give them something that's like give them a bit of what they need and give them a bit of what, what they want as like merge those two together. So I was like, yeah, you need to be doing this strength training, but here's a bit of, um, you know, hit, or here's a bit of whatever you see on Instagram that's actually legitimate though. Um, so I think that's a big thing as well, man. Yeah. Like I think it's Tony Robbins, isn't it? He says, if you can, someone gets all four of those things in an activity, then that activity will become an addiction. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's bad, right? Because like heroin or whatever, 
does actually achieve all four things, right? It's like variety because it's like you never know what you're going to get, but there's like certainty as in like you're going to get high as. And then like connection because like it connects like spiritually and it, uh, it ignites brainwaves that, you know, you don't normally... Oh, you normally- can do it with other people as well. <laughs> oh, there you go. You can be friends <laughs> in your little heroin group. <laughs> um, and yeah, significance because it feels like you like you're doing something important, right? Like with 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 um with regards to like when you when you're in the moment and you're high on a hallucinogen or something like that. Like there's nothing else that's important in the world, right? Everything, man. Like it's like that's what drinking does. Like binge drinking it gave you connection with your mates when you're going out drinking alcohol. You have significance because like I'm gonna buy a round, you buy a round, um, yeah. or you get significance because a girl actually hits on you, or you hit on a girl. Like you know, remember that one day where it actually happened. Um, and then like there's variety because you're having different types of drinks or you go to a different bar, like for all of us, like if you can look at this, so there is connection, everything that people start to obsess about, they hit these three or four things and it becomes Mm -hmm. that addiction. So it's like the same as going to the movies. Okay. I'm going to watch a different movie. I'm going to go with my partner. I'm going to eat chocolate and overeat because that makes me feel good. Like, and I have the certainty that I'm going to feel these three things. So like, that's why people overeat and that's why people go to the movies and overeat. So you have to break the cycle. So for you, but how can you, because fitness is a positive addiction, right? right. Yeah. This is going to help them have a longer life, a better quality life um, and help them become the best version themselves. So how can we get those four things? And then there's growth and contribution as well. So they're growing themselves. They're learning new skills. They're learning how to become a better version. of themselves. they're growing their cooking skills. They're growing their training skills. All of a sudden they're like, I'm doing things I've never done before. Um, like I got a message on, Instagram yesterday, like some guy just went and like, he follows me on Instagram and I motivated him and he took a plane and like did the Great Wall of China or something like that, which is amazing. <laughs> but like he messaged, I'm here because of you. I was like, we never met before, but he was like super motivated from everything that's I said. Cool. I was like, that's, that's freaking awesome, man. Um, but with this, like if you can give them these four human needs inside your business and then add in growth and contribution. So maybe the growth is we're giving back every single session. We give $2 every week. We give $2 to you know X and every week by you training here, we feed uh, a child or we feed a homeless person. And they're like, mm-hmm. okay, we've got 200 members here. We're feeding 200 homeless people a week. Like that's crazy. Um, it's like, great. We're, we're feeding 200 a week, 1000 a month. We're feeding like 10,000 homeless people a year. Like us as a community, we're changing we're changing our community because we're doing it together. And that's people don't want to leave that either because they're like, okay, I'm giving back with you. And that's why Tom's shoes, like you buy a pair and like a kid goes to like a kid gets a pair, um, mm-hmm. like the thank you water, all this sort of stuff, these companies that really have these communities around them, like they have this contribution aspect, but growth is massive inside the health aspect because you're growing their knowledge and they're becoming a, a better version of themselves. So if you can impact to have all six of these human needs, Man, like that is an addiction. That's why people won't leave. But if you give them none of this, like that's why people will try and find this. Yes, hundred percent, man. Like it's like I talk about all the time because like I, I love surfing and I'll never not surf because it hits those four things for me. Um, yeah. Like every time, like every time I go in the water, I know exactly what I'm going to get. Like I'm going to get that cold, cool ocean, like refreshing me. But it's variety because every wave I get is different. And then it's like significance because as I'm learning a new skill and getting better, like my mates are going, wow, yeah, Liam, you're really ripping. Like you're looking good. That gives me massive significance to know that I'm improving at something and getting better. 
how much significance do you get when you're like in a barrel or something like that and you've got a photographer on the beach and someone snaps a photo of you and then you put it on social media and you're like, <laughs> that's right, I crushed that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And so it's like, it's so, it sounds so comical, but at the same time, it's just like, man, we're just big monkeys, aren't we? Like, cause we're just so predictable, but like, yeah, I just absolutely love it. And you, yeah, people listening have to make their gyms exactly the same, have to figure out and make sure that every single one of your clients is feeling significant in some way. And it can be as simple as, yeah, take, bring a photographer in to some of your classes and taking some photos of them absolutely crushing deadlifts. You know, like it looks awesome on camera when like they're doing it. So like, and then they can post that on social media or even just keep it for themselves and just be like, or show their husband or show their wife and be like, but the, but the funny thing is, man, like they all make it as their like profile picture <laughs> they do. and like, because they're like, this is me beasting it at the gym. Right. And all of a sudden they're like, that's crazy. So if you get a photographer in one, you could probably, um, if you want, you could probably do some barter deal and get someone to come down, go to a uni and get some photography student or anything like that, or just pay like a hundred, 200 bucks for someone to come down and take some snaps of your sessions, do it once a month. And those sessions are going to be packed. Like, yeah, let them know, like, right. trust me, when we say there's a photographer, like we have like 150% attendance, right? Like, it's crazy. <laughs> People aren't even members start rocking yeah, up. They just start rocking up. So I want some of these photos. Um, but like, so what can we do, man? Like, well, we can highlight hard work by choosing a member of the week because I think that's a crucial thing. And you post that in your group or on your socials, significance. So that's mm. definitely a big thing. We can celebrate milestones. Okay. So you have to have these milestones in their, in their transformation journey. It could be like the first five kilos, first 5%. It could be like the end transformation. Like that's significance. Give them a t-shirt, take a photo. We need to plan like community events or hikes like that builds connection. So how can you go together, not just in your sessions, but how can you take them and do the thousand stairs or something like go for a surfing trip? I, I don't care what you do, um, but do something. You could do a two day retreat and some of them even buy even further like 20 year members and then how can we pick up the phone and just call and text our members like that's probably one of the biggest things and the easiest thing oh um, man 2019 right like 2019 it, how hard was it for you to like connect with someone like 15 years ago when like the biggest thing you could do was like text message now you can jump on your instagram send someone a 15 second personalized video which takes you literally like unlock your phone. You don't even have to unlock anymore. You just hold it up to your face and it does it for you. Um, go into Instagram, send it to Jenny. Just go, Jenny, just want to say, I was thinking about you. You crushed it this morning. I just am so proud of how far you've come. Like that is so much more genuine than yeah, like, you don't even have to touch your phone. I don't think you could have your phone up there. Hey Siri, text message, Jenny. <laughs> While I start talking it. Basically, um, there's like, no excuse, right? Like there's no, uh, excuse. if you got a hundred members, like there's no excuse not to be reaching out to every single one periodically on a personal level. I would say you should reach out to, if you have a hundred members, you should reach out to every single one of them at least once a fortnight. So 10 text messages or emails, it, like understand the medium that they like to communicate it with. Cause some you might have to ask that in the information form at the start. I yeah. like text. I like email. I don't mind social media platforms. Like fantastic. Like then you can communicate where they want to be communicated in as well. And like you reach out to 10 members every single day. And that might take like 25 to 30 minutes to reach out to them. Give them a bit of a personalized message. Could be from how they were crushing it in the gym or a bit of a nutrition thing that you looked up and you were reading or it could be a little tip or research that you're reading as well like just anything like reach out to them and create that bond that relationship that's super easy for you to do and then so we're picking up a phone we're texting what about 
actually letting your members know a little bit personal stuff about you and mm. about your coaches. So like if you don't have that in your uh, essentially like one, your welcome email, hey, these are your coaches, this is what they do and this is some personal stuff about them so they can relate straight away. And it's not just like three coaches randomly in the gym. It's like, oh, that's Liam. Like he likes to surf and he loves coffee. Um, and then you can have a conversation about coffee and they feel like you can open up. So mm. even if you're – yeah, you got more connection, man. There's something you can build that bond around. And if they love coffee and you see that on their form, like Liam and you, you guys can have chats about coffee, right? If that's what you guys love. What about like, so that's a big thing. It's like actually let them know who your coaches are and give them a bit of information about them. What about some male handwritten notes? I think that's a big thing that we're not doing anymore. No one does it. So when someone joins up, you can send them a postcard straight away and they'll get it in the first seven days. You can even do like send out cards or something like that. There's all, there's, electronic ways to do this where a physical thing can go to them but you can just have cards you can write write a little notes like thanks for coming down um really hope to transform your life over the next 16 weeks over the next 24 weeks like i i can't wait to make be, be a part of this journey with you and it's like you send that to them they get it in the mail over the first seven days like man like they're like wow this this gym is like next level so it's like even on their anniversary or their milestone or their birthday send them a physical card like when was the last time you got a birthday card Hmm. Oh, yeah, well, my wife actually is obsessed with birthday cards. So, um, but yeah, besides from her, that's, that's like, yeah, no one does so, it anymore. Right. Man, what if you wrote birthday cards rather than just posting on a social platform? Like what if you wrote some birthday cards and yeah. seven days before your birthday, birthday, you sent them out a birthday card, like, man, like that, that's what it's all about. And you can partner up with a couple of supplement companies near them, stuff in there a couple of protein packets and go happy birthday. Here's two protein sachets. It doesn't really matter. It's more so, um, like I said at the start, it's the little things. It's the little things that add up. It's not about what was in the card. It's that you thought of them. You, you actually thought of them when they weren't with you. And I think that's a crucial thing. It's like celebrating birthdays, bringing live music. I think if we can do that, that's, that's the little things the little things that actually add up. And with customer experience, we have to understand the basic truth of it all is you're always selling, okay? You're always promoting and you're always creating experience. When I say you're always selling, you're always selling the next session with you because if you get a crappy session today, well, like, no, because this session sells the next session. This nutrition plan sells the next nutrition plan. I'm not talking about monetary sales. Yeah. I'm talking about them actually looking forward to showing up. You're selling them to give them, give you their time. That's what you're selling them. Okay. Cause they're on a 16 week contract, but after eight weeks, they might come like once a week. It's like, no, like that's not going to change your life. I need to sell them every single session. This is going to be the best 45 minutes of their life. I'm going to sell them the fact that I'm going to inspire them and motivate them. I'm going to sell them that this community is their community. Like it's selling them your customer experience and that that experience is what keeps them there. And I think, you know, the experience at the end of the day, like that's the product they're paying for. They're not paying for four sessions a week. They're paying for the experience you're giving them. Like that's I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm a good trainer. Like I feel like I'm a good coach, but above all, I'm a great performer. Um, mm. I think that's, that's the biggest thing. Like in a group setting, like, I, I can crack some jokes. I can make people lift hard. I know when to like pat someone on the back. I know when to, you know, tell someone to chill out, but I, I perform. So they're like, this is some form of like entertainment value at the same time. And I think that's, that's a big thing. It's about getting into their why. And I think if you can do that, the experience is the product. If we can really understand that, it's like, what experience am I actually delivering right now? And if my customer's leaving, it's like, because they're not getting the experience. Mm. Like we live in this world, man. 
where your customers have the opportunity to broadcast every single day to thousands of people, their friends, their followers on social media, your customer experience. So if you are like, they have milestones, like send them a pro- some protein um, bars to their office, like know their office address, like, you know, do the little things. Like give them a happy birthday video message, like sing them happy birthday. You might think that's stupid, but they're like, this, this guy's corny as hell. And like, that's funny. Like that's my gym. Um, but like, if you can do this and you can actually go, well, is this experience worth them broadcasting it to the world? Then you won. Um, and if they broadcast or not, that's okay. Like some will, some won't. Um, but if you give them an experience so good that they, that it is, uh, enough value that they should broadcast to the world, then you're winning. Yeah, man. The yeah, the idea that um, RBT has with people come for the transformation, but they stay for the community, which is the experience, which is exactly what you're talking about, right? Um, yeah, it's like we sell them what they want, but give them what they actually need. And then that becomes what they want anyway. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, like you have to think about this. If, if this was your kid or your sister, right. And they were going through what your clients are currently going through, right. They feel overweight. They feel self-conscious. Um, they don't go down the beach. They're living a, like a life that just isn't the best quality of life. Cause that's what people are going through, right? Like if they lost 12 kilos, 15 kilos, 20 kilos right now, you know, their energy will be up. Their confidence will be up. They like have a better quality of life. They're going to live for longer. If you, this was your kid, your sister or your mum, how would you treat them? Hmm. That's how you have to treat your customers. You sit down with them, you care for them, right? You help them, you, like you empathize with them. You see what they're going wrong and you don't get frustrated at them. Like you try and nurture them every step of the way. And if you can treat them like family, then like they're going to act like family. Like, <laughs> but like treat them like family. Sometimes you have to step up and you have to go, man, like you screwed up today. Um, like it's time to pull your, your finger out and actually do it. It's like, it's, this isn't just some one way, like enthusiastic motivation train. Like in the snow, it's like we have crucial conversations and that's how you get respect from your members as well. It's like, oh, I don't go to this gym just for fun. I go to this gym for results and uh, they care about me enough to pull me up when I'm being stupid. Yeah. It's like what you said earlier, which, which is it's leadership, right? Like, which is your son is trying to learn how to walk. Like it's your job as their leader, as their father to help them go through that hurdle and that get that to that milestone. Right. Well, man, like customer experience the other day comes down to leadership. So I think so many of us think of leadership as in like, I'm a leader to my team. no, you're a leader to your members. Your team is a leader to your members. So when we're looking at that five levels of leadership, John Maxwell talks about this. Okay. There's a, a positional based leader, right? So when we're looking at a positional based leader, as far as like, I'm the boss, you're my employee. It's like, I pay your wage. You do the job. Now, if I'm looking at it from like more B to C, like I'm the coach or the client, it's like, you pay me a fee, you do the session. It's like, no, like you need to make it fun for them to actually come back. You need to make it exciting. You need to correct them. You need to have the hard conversations with them. Like you, you can't just have positional-based leadership and then you can't have per- permission-based leadership either. You can't just be fun. Like that level two leadership with these, like it can't just be fun every single day. Like you have to go, it has to be hard. It has to push them outside their comfort zone. They need to be growing and you have to go, hey man, like we need to sit down right now because, you know, we had this you know, personal contract with you that you're going to hit four sessions a week, 16 sessions a month, and you hit seven this month. Like we aren't going to get your results if you keep acting like this. Like how can I help you? And customer experience and leadership sometimes is vulnerability. It's like I'm trying to do everything I can right now. Like what can I do better? 
to actually give you a better experience so I can fulfill my duties to get you the results you need. So then it's like the next one, you need to be a minimum level three leader, which is like a production-based leadership with all of your members. They follow you because what you've done for them and the community, like you've educated them. They feel like being around you, you have increased the quality of their life for the rest of their life. Like you, they're growing, they're becoming a better version of themselves. They can see improvement, physically, physical improvement and also psychological improvement. Like they're more confident. You inspire them. Like you go out of your way for them. Like that's production-based leadership. That's when results happen. So if you can go, am I doing this with all my members or I'm doing it just like the top 20% that I enjoy? It's like, no, do it with the whole 100% of your members. Like you've got to be that production level three leadership to all of them. So I think if we can focus on being a leader to our members, like that is the most crucial thing. And also guys, like they don't just do what you say, they do what you do. So Mm. it's like, are you leading them the right way with your own health standards? Are you leading the right way with your own ability to inspire them with what you do? Because man, like, I think that's a big thing, right? Like, you know, it's silly enough to say this, like, you know, when I work in big box gyms, the, the big dudes, the rip dudes, they get the most clients. Cause like those guys inspire me. They must know what they do, but it's the truth, man. Like for all of us in the fitness industry, you know, you have to inspire them in some way that you are going and moving towards a goal as well. It doesn't have to be a transformation goal. It could be a strength goal that still inspires them because growth inside you hitting your goals also inspires your customers. So I think leadership is crucial. Don't think of it just from you to your team. It's you to your members. And I think the last couple of things, it's like you have to think about what's other ways you can actually implement systems to increase your customer experience. Secret shoppers is a big one. Uh, I think no, no one in smaller gyms, like one, I've got one gym or, um, you know, I've got two gyms and I've got a hundred members. And if you have coaches, like throw in a secret shop, I don't care if it's a relative of yours or a friend of yours that's never trained. It's like, Hey man, I just need you to train my gym for the next month for free. I mm. want you to give me like feedback as direct and crucial as possible from like you opting in to your sale, to your first session, to, you know, your second session, to your seventh session, your, your interaction with the coaches, your interaction in the sessions, the bathrooms, like give me all the feedback you can from these secret shoppers. And like, I'll train you for the 200 bucks for the month for free. But in return for that, I just need you to give me some feedback. And you can, you can actually employ secret shoppers if you don't have any friends that can do it. But what you can do is you can just get your friends to do it and get some crucial free feedback. And that's how you grow because with secret shoppers, then the feedback, feedback loop starts to happen. And you do a secret shopper once every three months and you keep improving your customer experience because these people are telling you what you're doing wrong. Man, that's such a good idea. and so easy to do. And then one of your family members gets... Um Good results. <laughs> exactly. The next thing is like brand ambassadors. So you, you can have an advisory board. So like when I'm talking about brand ambassadors, I'm not talking about like influencers saying, hey, go train at Joe's gym. No, it's like a brand ambassador. They can train for free or a, a decreased amount. Or you can create this advisory board where they rotate every 12 weeks to six months. And they train. There's like three or four of them in your gym. And this advisory board gives you advice on how to increase your customer experience. But part of their job is every session they go to, they have to have like an A attitude. And if they see someone down, like not even as a coach, but they lift up that member, like they go out of their way. It's like, hey, let's go get a coffee. Like you've got these people training for free in your gym and they're to lift the morale. 
they're, they're also like, they're like essentially like an unpaid coach. They might've been with you forever. Or they might be a member that might not be able to afford it anymore. And for them as well, like our advisory board, they have to bring in two people a month for a seven day trial. So not only are they bringing you in business and they help you increase your customer experience, they're also increasing your sessions and giving you members. So I think if you can create this advisory board of four to five people, means you're going to get like 10 referrals a month, but also every single month you can sit down and have a coffee with them and they can give you feedback on how to increase your customer experience or what members they think need more help as well because they can see things you don't and also they're going to talk maybe that you can't hear. And then, and then every 12 weeks you can rotate them to a new five members or every six months to a new five members and you're going to have a new perspective. You're going to continue never ending and constant improvement, right? That's it, never ending and constant improvement. And this is what these brand ambassadors do. The next thing is like loyalty programs. Like, do you actually have a loyalty program? What I would do, say I was doing a 28-day challenge in my gym. What I would do at the start is I would give them a 42-day goal. And it's like, man, if you hit, if you hit over the next 42 days, like 24 sessions, like four sessions a week. Um, if you hit 42 sessions, if you hit 24 sessions in 42 days, you get a protein tub and a t-shirt. Right. If you got them to 16 sessions in 28 days, they're not going to cancel. <laughs> keep going because they want the shirt and they want the t-shirt. People want to finish something they started. It's like human nature, right? Mm. We finish shit that we start when we feel like we've got momentum. Momentum, right? If you've got no momentum, 100 percent they're going to not finish it. But you've gave them in a goal just after when their initial paid trial ends, and they'll continue the goal, and they just happen to continue into the membership now to achieve this goal. So, do we have some form of loyalty program when someone hits 100 sessions with you? It's like, hey, here's a hundred session t. I don't know. Create a loyalty program inside your business after their first year or after their first 100 sessions, after their first 10 kilos, they get something. And then the next thing is like, wow moments. Like, do you, do you have wow moments inside your business? And do you essentially create a thing in your business? So for us at RBT, we go through peaks and troughs of this, but it's something we're trying to get back into every single month. We're creating these wow moments with our members where there's a competition within our trainers. It's like the person who does the best wow moment in a month and you submit your wow moments and it's documented. They go above and beyond. I don't care if you take someone out for coffee, you send some Uber Eats at the hospital because they're sick. I, I really don't care how you create wow moments moments, create a wow moment, okay, and then submit it in there. And the person who creates the best wow moment inside your gym, they get a voucher. So it's like, here's a pair of shoes. Give a pair of shoes away every single month to the coach that creates the best wow moment. Might cost you 200 bucks, but all of a sudden there's like five wow moments going left, right, and center. You've got four coaches, 20 wow moments a month. That's increasing your customer experience. Remember, guys, it costs five to seven times more to get a new customer. So by giving a 200 bucks pair of shoes or $150 pair of like Metcons or something like that, like that's going to increase your customer experience because your coach is going above and beyond now. I think wow moments are something that we can all implement and it really doesn't cost much at all. And you're keeping clients for longer and you don't need to get more clients. In. And also if you're creating wow moments, you're creating raving fans. If you create raving fans, they're like they're advocates of your business and satisfied customers don't refer like advocates do you're giving them moments that they want to talk about on dinner with the girlfriends on a Friday night or they're at work and they're like, Oh my gosh, this just happened. Um, like that's the wow moment. And they're talking about your business now and that's where it's all at. Yeah. Like those wow moments will spread very quickly. Like that's, that's what you say. You go viral on social media, right? A hundred percent, man. And like have a member of the week. Like if you're not doing links, like do this, empower members, give them, I'll pay your coaches, right? Give all your coaches, you've got four coaches, give them a hundred bucks a month. Okay. This is your budget for customer experience. I don't care if you spend it on one client or spend it across 10 clients. Like 
take a couple out for breakfast, buy someone some protein, buy someone some, um, you know, Quest protein bars. Like, but all of a sudden they, and get some receipts. Um, but when we're looking at this, like you give them a $100 budget a month to improve customer experience. And what's the best thing, man? It's giving something, right? So all yeah. of a sudden, your coaches are feeling like, like, like they're above. They're like, oh my gosh, like I get to give people gifts and I get to make people happy and I get to like, like it's these things, man. Like it's the surprises, right? The surprise moments, like they're these delightful moments that, that the members didn't even think about and your coaches get to do that. So all of a sudden, it creates a great cult culture within your coaches as well. So that's another thing. And the last thing is like, maybe create a customer experience competition in your company, right? So there's like checking competitions and things like that that you can do. So how can you create some form of customer experience? Maybe create, a, when we're looking at customer experience for people coming in, you can do some reviews, do five reviews and get X. So again, people normally, before they join a company, they ask other friends about it as well, or they'll search you up on Facebook reviews, Google reviews. Um, it's like, so how can you create a competition around that? But at the end of the day, man, like, if we can understand it's not B to B, B to C, it's H to H. It's like human to human connection. If we can do that and you put your customer's heart above everything, like that is customer experience. It is human to human connection. You have happiness, you have passion, you have enthusiasm. Like they're the, that's a trifecta, right? Passion, happiness, enthusiastic, straight in the middle. That is you like, that's, that's what people want to come back for, man. You know, and you know, the surprises, the little intricacies, everything else, like, or everything else that that's that's icing on the cake and i think if you can have the humility that even your best stuff can always be improved it's like i create the best transformations it's like okay how can we create better ones i create the best how can we have better ones like how can you constantly create the best stuff to be even better and if you can do this man like that's that's customer experience like people want never ending constant improvement if you can do that your business is going to grow and like then i think the last thing is like if you were only paid, if you got results, how would you train your clients? What type of accountability would you give your clients? What type of sessions would you give your clients? Because you know to get results, you got to get them back four times a week. Mm-hmm. You got to get them to follow your nutrition plan. You got to inspire them to keep going. And if you only got paid, if you got results, like how would you treat them then? Like how much would you be on their back? How much would you try and motivate them? How much would you try and inspire them? How much would you try and nurture them and bring them in? Like, trust me, I bet you most people will try a lot harder because if not, like they ain't getting paid. Mm, it's no longer entitlement, right? Nope. Yeah, I love that. All right, so summary, variety, <laughs> certainty, uh, connection, as well as significance of those four keys. And then if you can get them to grow and contribute as well, that's like makes up that six. Um, yeah, that's, it's pretty unreal, man. I mean, we always talk about it, but we've got our offer, which is the FitPro formula, uh, 90 day fast track program. We'll give you all four things, won't we? <laughs> we'll, give you, we'll give you the certainty that you'll hit 30 clients in those 90 days. Like how, how good is that? 30 clients um, for your gym or for your fitness business. Give you the variety because we're going to be teaching you stuff that you've never learned before. Um, teaching you stuff that have you, had you got as a weapon for your business will significantly impact your business. Um, it'll give you uh, the significance because you know that you'll be the best gym on your block. You'll be the busiest. Um, all the other gyms will be looking at you going like, fuck, how does he do it? How does she do it? Like so jealous. Their gym's always busy. Um, and then connection. connection man. Like, that's that's what it's all about like our crew of fit pros in our groups they're the best everyone's got each other's backs like um rather some of the five people right so the connection with this is you will automatically be leveled up as a person 
um, you rise to the people that you surround yourself with. So if you feel isolated right now, like then that connection is crucial because people are walking through the same thing you're walking through and they're getting there. So it lifts you up to a higher level and to a higher standard. So, you know, the, the connection is crucial. And the variety also, man, I think the variety comes with like, oh, I've tried all this stuff and people just keep telling me doing Facebook ads. It's like, no, we'll give you the variety. It's like, this is how you do referrals. This is how you do charity boot camps. Like, this is how you do Facebook ads and social media marketing. This is how you do competitions. Like, this is how you do all the email marketing. This is how you do text message marketing. Like, for us, it's like, we don't just give you a variety as far as like, like a different stuff to do. Like, we give you a variety on how to, you know, become better for your clients, um, how to, how to, you know, basically be the person they need you to be. And I think that's the biggest thing, right? Like if you, if you want to grow your business by 10 K in 90 days, like if you want to grow your business by 30 clients guaranteed, then like, this is the, the program for you. And I think that's what you have to understand. It's like, do I want to grow? Do I want to make the rest of the year, the best of the year? It's like, then this is it. If you're that's right, fitbroformula.com, all one word, obviously. Yeah, growth contribution, man, as well. It's like we always talk about it, but you're not just in business to help your own clients, but your own business to make money. And why is it important to make money? Because you can significantly create more growth and contribution in the world when you have more money. Um, and it's a really important thing to remember. That's what our mission is. That's it, man. That's today. Awesome, brother. Until next time, Travis Jones Podcast. See you guys.